scholars, Alex Alonso and FG, here to got to here to bring you guys another banger. And I'm with the East Side General, Frank Thornton, aka the General, aka FG. Our Lakers lost, man. Man, man, damn. Yeah, they got swept too. I wasn't expecting that at all. They got swept, Alex. I mean, I at least thought they was going to win two or three. Just to be honest with you, I thought it was going to go all seven. Uh, I know everybody was yelling Lakers and six, but I knew Denver was a good team. But I at least thought it was going to go to game seven, man. Man, a little embarrassing. Because uh, I no, think no the, doubt. <laughs> the Lakers were kind of in it for almost all the games. I would say the, the third game, the third game in uh, Denver, they, they it was a really tough one. But, shoot, the first two games – uh, I'm sorry. The third game in LA, they did terrible. Uh, yeah, but it was it was somewhat close. But the first two games in Denver, they could have had it. And did they lose by two points in the game four? One of them they lost by two, bro. In game four, they lost by two, and then I think in game two, they only lost by four or six or something. So I mean, it, it wasn't like they wasn't in reach. It wasn't like they wasn't right there, you know. So, um, but like I say, for them not to be able to pull it off, for them not to be able to win one game, you know, yeah, I was, I was disappointed i mean don't get me wrong i was happy to see him make them that far you know go that far just based on you know at the beginning of the season we started off slow on you know trying to put some pieces together but also um once you get that far though and once you get that close you know what i mean sometimes you know it's a matter of that's where the heart come out that's where the true grit come out you know and uh and, and they didn't display that yeah, I think LeBron was also chucking up too many three-pointers, even though he did make a couple of them. But, shoot, in all those close games, the difference would have been just layups and, and, and two-pointers. No, no doubt. You know, but like I say, sometimes, you know, a player try to bite off more than they could uh, sometimes, you know, um, you can have a good, a great game one game, and then the next game, you know, not so great. So uh, sometime as a superstar, you got to find out who got the hot hand tonight. You feel me? So it may not be you. It may not be AD, but you got to figure out who got the hot hand and you got to feed them the ball. You know, no ego involved. You know, we trying to win a basketball game, you know, so um, never forget when Jordan, um, it was three seconds left or something, man, and they knew Jordan was going to get the ball and shoot it. He told Steve Kerr, man, look, I'm going to pass you the rock. Steve Kerr was like, huh? He was, man, hey, I'm going to shoot it to you. And, and Steve Kerr sunk that thing, you know, so sometimes, you know, you got to take that ego off and, um, and um, get the man with the hot hand the ball. So, you know, they dropped the ball on that, Alex. I was disappointed. Like I said, we didn't win two or nothing, you know. But, you know, um, I think it's time to uh, reestablish our, our our roster over there at the Lakers. I mean, they just need like a, a defensive – a defensive presence because uh, the Lakers are scoring like 110 points, 115 points, but they just letting the opposition, these Nuggets be scoring 120, 118, 125. So they need, they need a defense. If they had a, a Draymond Green type of dude, right, it, it'll be lights out. No, no doubt. You know, and that's something that um, um, they have to take into consideration. You know, defense winning championships, you know, letting another team score, you know, 150. Four points plus, you know, all that one twenty five, all that one eighteen. That 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 shows lack of defense. So um, they're definitely going to do something on the defensive side of the ball. You know, like I say, me personally, I'm not happy with the roster. Period. Um, so I'm gonna see what they're gonna do, man. I'm gonna see what this dude LeBron gonna do if he's gonna try to stick around, if he's gonna go, on, you know, get out the way or what. But we'll definitely see. 
I don't think the roster is that bad. It's just that they don't they're they're not uh playing that defense. I think in game one or two, the 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 Nuggets scored damn near seventy points or something by halftime. Well, see, that's my point. Yeah, that's my point. When I say not happy with the roster, it ain't like I don't like the players or nothing like that. You know, at the same time, though, you still have to have those dudes on the roster, those lockdown defensive dudes. You know, those dudes with that true grit on defense. You know, willing to take that charge, willing to you know make that foul at the right time. You know, and um. And 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 but don't take nothing from the Denver Nuggets. Them dudes do have a good team over there. Oh yeah, I think they're gonna go all the way. Are they playing uh, Boston or the Miami Heat? You know what? I think the uh, Heat ran out, got out on them. So uh, I mean, I thought I was gonna see a, a, a Laker Celtics um, <laughs> yeah. championship for the hundredth time, actually. But no, it's not going that way. So I think Miami on, on the ass over there, though. To be honest with you. All right, man. That's a. Um... That's a disappointment, man. I haven't felt like that for the Lakers since they they lost to Detroit in the finals four games to one back in 2004 or five. Was it? Four games to one against Detroit, a a team that had no stars. Right, right, right. Unless you think Chauncey Billups was a star. Um, no, Chauncey Billups was a decent player, though, to be honest yeah. with you. I like Chauncey. I, I mean, I didn't care for him like that, but, you know, I remember he was around. I liked his heart. You know what I mean? He, he tried to help lead his team, you know. I remember that I, I remember that Detroit team. I remember, uh, let's see, Tayshawn Prince to do with the long long arms. Yeah, he came and, out um, of Dominguez, Dominguez High in Compton. But, yeah, I remember exactly. And then Ben Wallace was their defensive stopper right there. Ben so, Wallace was balling though back then. You know what I mean? He was, he was, and he was another Draymond Green type player. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. You know, so I get what you're saying about sometimes you got to have that dude that's willing to step up where you know not to even come up in there with that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the, the difference. You know, dudes know not, don't even go up in there with that because he going to holler at you. You know, so some of those players, um, um, like that, me personally, just me, Alex, I, I, I want to see them all go. I want to see LeBron out of there. I want to see Anthony <laughs> Davis out of there. I, I'm going to just be honest with you, man. I, I, you know, I've never been a LeBron fan. Not that I'm a LeBron hater, though, you know, but uh, I just think he he in our way. Just, you know, you 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 know, I just think he need to get up out of there, just to be honest with you. Go and retire, you know, um, let this fresh blood come through. You know, let's rebuild this team. And, 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 and um, you know, like you said, don't have to be – superstars in order to win a championship just get it done you know yeah i can't even forget to mention uh rasheed wallace on that team um i, I don't he think he was on that team yeah yeah but, but i don't really think they had they none of these guys were like true stars like elite um you know tayshaun prince rasheed wallace chauncey billups I, I don't know if we would call any of them stars i just think they all came together and just balled out, and they dusted the Lakers. Now no tell doubt. me the Lakers. Look, let me t- I'm going to tell you the, the Laker roster. Kobe Bryant, uh, Gary Payton, Carl Malone. They, mm-hmm. they dusted. They Even though uh, Malone and Payton was a little bit older, but uh, yeah, they yeah, dusted yeah. them. They dusted them. No doubt. But like you say, you mentioned Wallace, man. Rasheed Wallace wasn't no joke either. They had that one-two punch over there. So when you even one come out, you know, or when you put both of them in at the same time, man, you know, you wasn't running up in there. So like I say, with Anthony Davis and, and, and the dudes that we got, you can run up and go make layups all day long on these dudes. You know what I mean? So uh, they, they'll let you run right past them. They won't foul you. They ain't going to put the hammer on you, you know. 
they're not going to uh, 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 make you respect that the inside paint, you know. So, like I say, I, I just think they all need to get out. Anthony Davis, stay hurt, you know what I mean? LeBron <laughs> need to retire. Hey, let's clean house, man, and, you know, keep a few of them, but let's clean house, man, and bring some other dudes in there. Yeah, maybe being a seventh seed hurt them because they didn't have the home court advantage. They had to start in Denver, and they just was uh, – it seemed like they was just playing uphill the whole time, man. So, uh, all right, man, since we're talking about the Lakers, man, I wanted to uh, talk about this uh, L.A. story where uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they just bought the most expensive house in California history, man. Uh, and they they got a deal on it too. Right, they right, paid, right. But two hundred million dollars they paid on a house that the, the it was listed for two hundred and ninety five million. And uh, here's a here's a picture of it right here. Uh, it looks like an amazing crib. And uh, let me see here. I believe this crib is 30,000 square feet, FG. I mean, there's a small family of what? I think they got two kids? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you need do you need 30,000 square feet to live in? I'm just man, asking. <laughs> no, you you absolutely right. And that's definitely, man, you're going to have to have a slew of, of, of housekeepers to keep it, you know, man, but it's right on the ocean. It's very beautiful. You know, they already own a $100 million uh, uh, mansion over there in Bel Air, you know, but People could say this ridiculous. People could say what they want about it. It is a very beautiful home. But I believe that when you got that kind of bridge, sometimes you gotta spend it, Alex, so you won't get, you know, you either gonna give it up in taxes or you gonna you gonna you gonna spend it. You know, you're gonna purchase something. You know, and sometimes in order to not be taxed so heavy, you have to, you know, spend the money or invest the money. They could be looking at this like you say, you know, their home, but it's also an investment, you know, and um you know, and that's how the rich people kind of shelter their money from getting taxed so hard. But so I don't I'm not mad at them or any. Plus, if you got it, they do your thing. But that's a beautiful pad. man. Hey, you know, Warren Buffett, one of the richest people in the world or, or definitely in the United States, he lives in a, a house that he bought like 30 years ago. It's like a modest house. Ain't nothing fancy about it. Yeah. It's the dude is the rich one of the richest dudes on earth, man. And uh, and I, I always hesitate when I see brothers uh, that came from the mud and buy houses like this because we've seen it happen to mike tyson we've seen it happen to evander holyfield uh it's just a, a squandering of money unnecessarily i believe see i don't i believe it's you know i'm not gonna call it say if if not the word investment you know one thing about a piece of property is it can always be sold you know and just like mike tyson and just like the rest of them dudes when they got into a gym they sold those properties you know so it's not like they buying a car that's going to depreciate you know in five years it's not like they buying you know something that can deteriorate in and over the years yeah you can lose value on this but i mean it's never going to go down that much so um if they ever but i believe they ever you know came into a jam i mean you know even if you sold it for 150 million you know that that's, that's 150 million dollars you know that you, we all can live off of where our grandkids can live off of for the rest of our lives so i don't look at it like that but what i am looking at is that grass man it looked like it's gonna cost about ten thousand dollars a week just to cut the grass <laughs> man that's yeah. a that's a hell of a yard out there and if that's grass yeah imagine what the uh the property taxes on that house and at least they they bought it outright so there's no mortgage i believe evander holyfield uh foreclosed on on his mansion down there in georgia uh I don't recall what what happened with fit um, with um, Mike Tyson's, but I know Fifty Cent ended up buying that house. Yeah, but um, 
Well, shout out to Jay-Z and Beyonce for buying the the most expensive house in the history of California. 200 hey, million. 200 million, man. The property tax on that is is going to be crazy, but uh but I think they're in a different position financially. I don't I I, I don't see Jay-Z making the same mistakes that athletes like uh, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield and many others have made in the past. No so doubt, he's a, you know. He's uh, a bit smarter, right? No, no, no doubt. You know, um, Mike Tyson needed more, you know, financial help, you know, lit- on the literacy side, you know. Uh, some people, like you say, you know, uh, uh, like MC Hammer, you know, made all that money and then, you know, squandered it off, you know, buying limos and, you know, uh, uh, having the, 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 the bros fly everywhere with him 30, 40 deep, you know what I mean? Those are irresponsible financial mistakes, man, that a dude didn't realize that that wasn't a lot of money. You know, people people think, you know, OK, I got five million, I got 10 million. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to have it, but it's not a lot of money. You know, a lot of people out here be like, man, if I won five million, man, I go buy me a, a two point five million dollar house. See, that's the wrong idea. You done already, you know, uh, uh, got rid of half of your 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 earnings, you know, or half of your money, you know, so um me personally, I'm like you, you know, if, 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 if I want a few meal right now, I mean, I wouldn't move, you know, I wouldn't, I'd be stay right here, you know, because that's not a lot of money, you know, but, uh, but at the end of the day, Alex, yeah, I think Jay-Z, uh, a little smarter, you know, got his, you know, a lot of investments that's, uh, on and up and up and, you know, getting bread. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think he is. I think he'll be fine, especially, especially, especially since he bought it, uh, all cash, and he got he got ninety five million dollar discount on the house too. So yeah, can you imagine? That yeah, yeah. They wanted they wanted basically three hundred million for this house. And no he got doubt. I was even thinking though about the agent. You know, the agent even if he on just say even if he only got one percent. You know, one percent of two hundred million, man. I mean, that dude cleaned up himself. You know, just on the sale. You know, just on the deal. You know. Oh yeah, the agent. Uh, usually there's going to be two agents. Uh, one for right, the buyer, for one for side, the seller. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if they did the typical, uh, they split the 6%. Yeah, usually be uh, 6 and they split it, but sometimes, you know, they'll knock it down. But, yeah, it's usually 3% apiece. So if they got that, man, 3% of, of, of $200 million, you know. That, or that's over a million or something, right? Oh, no, no doubt. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just for selling the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me let me see if I can calculate that. $12 million, man. $12 million, 6, 6%. So, uh, you you're pretty much set just for selling that house. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's move on to. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the Banco Brown Banco Brown situation. <laughs> I know you felt like a uh, dude should have got charged, and uh, I was like, dang, homeboy was in the middle of committing a crime. Yeah, but so, let me reiterate though, Alice. I don't think dude should have got charged. I think he shouldn't have shot the dude. You okay, know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you kind of uh, tiptoeing there, then, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in essence, uh, it was wrong with uh, the security guard did Mark Wayne, the the guard there. Hey, did you hear that the security guard company severed their relationship with Walgreens? Oh, is that right? Don't know why. And also, there was a memo that went out to the security guards to be more proactive with stop stopping shoplifting. Uh, some I did shoplift- hear that. Yeah. Some stores tell the guards, you know, don't do anything. It's a, we have a hands off policy. Let them go. So he was just doing his job, stopping the, the shoplifter. And uh, just recently, the, the father spoke out 
uh, about what happened. And uh, I'm going to play this quick clip for for you real quick. Let me just uh, cue this clip up. This is Banco Brown's father. And we all know what the family's going to feel about this situation. And here we go. But for Banco's family, it was a loss they felt deeply in two ways. First, that they would never see Banco again. And second, it felt like their family would never see justice either after the DA decided not to charge the guard who shot Banco. This video of... All right, I'm going to pause it right there because we, we, we all saw that. If anybody wants to tap in with that, uh, go check out Streets and Scholars uh, episode from last week. We went into detail. I'm just going to uh, go to the part where the father of Banco Brown uh, expresses how he feels about the situation. Here we go. Here's mm -hmm. little, listen. It's the interview Terry Brown did not want to do. Reliving moments that came the day a Walgreens security guard fired a fatal shot as Banco Brown backed out of the store. Just getting that news that morning, that on the 28th, that Friday morning, just changed my whole world. The examiner called me, told me that they had my daughter, China Brown. Brown was dead. Terry Brown learning death did not come before Banco was able to tell police where to find him. She said her name, told the police her name, and gave me your uh, phone number. So I'm like, I knew it was her. And I just broke down. And it was just the worst day of my life to hear that. I was screaming, yelling, no, no, this can't be true. And it took like about 20 20 to 25 minutes for me to recover. Brown waited days as leaders and activists demanded District Attorney Brooke Jenkins release the surveillance video. When Jenkins relented and released, the images of Banco Brown and what appears to be a chokehold before the fatal shot went viral. Have you seen the surveillance video? No. Tell me why you've chosen not to see it. Because I don't want that memory in my head. Well, he did her wrong. He did her wrong. Like, they said why he was choking her, um, choking her, throwing her around like a rag, a rag dog. They said the way the video is, he, they like, it like he, like an old lynching or something. Like he beat her, then shot her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still like, I don't understand it. If you had that power, where would you hit pause? Where would you hit stop? And what would you say? Right at the door, right at the door. Like right when he right there like that, stop. Terry Brown knows of the criticisms about Banco and the problems of theft plaguing the Bay Area. Grab and run crime is real where we live, but he says. That was too far, that, that went too far. You're using force over snacks? Something that's not even $10? You're using deadly force? No, no, I don't support that. All right, we'll stop it right there. Uh, I think the dad makes a very strong point right there at the end that uh, this is only about a few dollars worth of stolen merchandise. Uh, even though the city has acknowledged they have a tremendous problem with shoplifting and that uh, something needs to be done, but definitely this security guard should not have killed him, according to most people. Uh, what's, what's your whole reaction to the father? Uh, my reaction to the father was, you know, I felt his pain, man. You know, I felt you understand. You know, the only thing I didn't agree with him on was talking about it felt like an old school lynch, and I don't think that had anything to do with 
like that analogy didn't have nothing to do with what went on here, you know. Um, but other than that, you know, I do understand what he's saying. I do feel him, you know, I feel his pain, man. And unfortunately, you know, um, I got some homies who done shit like, you know, uh, um, committed a crime and then lost their life while they were committing a crime, man, you know, and it's, 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 it's a double-edged sword, you know what I mean? You know, um, sometimes this shit happens, you know, I didn't think, like I say, I still stand on, I don't think he should have shot him over, you know, $15, $20 worth of goodies, you know, but at the same time, or I'm going to go say what he said, the father said, shoot her, China Brown, you know, <laughs> yeah. over $15, $20 worth of goodies. Um, that's my, that's the, you know, only where I'm staying. I'm not saying the security guard right or wrong or nothing like that. I'm just saying he shouldn't have shot him over that, you know? So, but, uh, definitely, uh, man, it's, it's tragic, bro. You lost a life. You lost a black life, you know, somebody that could have went on and did some, you know, came to the age where, you know, I think we all did crazy shit in our days, you know, and, um, uh, you don't think you're going to. When you think of doing something criminalistic, you think stealing something will never cost you your life, Alex. But in this case, it did. Shoot, I think sometimes, I think most of the time, when you when you're stealing something from anywhere, it's it's careers. I I remember being as a teenager, uh, I had friends that used to go steal cars, and I'd be like, man, this is crazy. What if the car owner comes out? You know, the car no, owner no come doubt. out. Hell yeah, they gonna come out black all your out. ass. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. hell so, yeah. So, I, you know, as as a 15 year old, I was like, oh, hell no, nah, I ain't stealing. I'm not going in that driveway and stealing that dude's car. Y'all crazy. Yeah, not nah, real shit. But, you know, not to get off topic, but uh, 20, 27 minutes ago, I see on my phone, Tina Turner died in Switzerland at 83, bro. Damn, man, Tina I, Turner. Man, what's love got to do with it, man? You know, Tina Turner was definitely an icon in our generation. Rest in peace, Tina Turner. Anna May. Man, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, eat the cake. But, eat <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, no, no, definitely. You know, like you say, when you go commit crimes, man, you know it ain't no guarantee that you're gonna come up out of it, even for the smallest ones. You know, I just believe that you know at this age, yeah, at at at, at a younger age, man, I would have wanted to blast you for trying to steal some out of my trash can just based on you shouldn't have been doing it. That's mine. Leave it alone. But when you get, you know, older and get, you know, to understand this shit, you know what I mean? Some of the, some of the shit ain't worth, you know, knocking a person down for, you know. So uh, even if the security guard don't get charged, man, it's still going to be a tragic situation on the, 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 the Banco Brown side, you know, because they lost a loved one. But you could argue that the security guard didn't specifically kill Banco Brown because of shoplifting. He shot and killed her, him, him, her, uh because of the alter physical altercation that uh, they had as a result of Banco Brown not relinquishing the stolen items, even though, you know, I'm, I'm kind of being very specific, but it, it was beyond the shoplifting. Now it's a confrontation. Now it's physical. Now it's uh, you're, you're not complying, as the police would say. Now you're trying to challenge the authority of the store. And that's why I think Banco Brown got shot and killed. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't buying none of that. You know, dude had already, you know, showed it his dominance over Banco, phys physical dominance. Um, I, I don't believe he felt he was in no danger. I believe, like you say, from the, the actions, you know, he may have actually really got, you know, spit on and called a bitch or some things of that nature. And he emotionally, to me, he, he did it out of emotions, you know, not out of necessity. But, uh, you know, of course, uh, that's just my, my opinion on it. All right. Apparently, the uh, the state attorney general is going to investigate this case now because of the, uh, I guess, the outcry there and the the criticism 
to the attorney general or not the attorney general, but the DA of, mm-hmm. of uh, San Francisco. I'm going to play this clip of this attorney, the, the story about the attorney general uh, investigating this case a little bit more thoroughly. Here we go. The Banco Brown, he says he will review if there was an abuse of discretion when San Francisco's district attorney declined to file charges in that case. KTVU's Jana Katsuyama joins us now. And Jana, you heard from Brown's mother today. Yes, Julie. We met outside City Hall. Brown's mom, Kevinisha Henderson, said that Bonta's decision to review the evidence gives her hope. She also shared some very personal and emotional details of Brown's life and their family's struggles. About 100 people turned out for a rally tonight calling for the legal review and compassion. On the steps in front of San Francisco City Hall, family, friends, and supporters of Banco Brown called out for help Tuesday night. It's going to seem like nobody's listening, but eventually in due time, somebody will hear us and somebody will give us justice. Brown's former partner joined with family carrying signs, photos, and writing messages of love for Brown, a 24-year-old trans man who died after being shot at a Walgreens store by a security guard who said Brown was shoplifting. Brown's mother was at the rally, calling her child by his birth name, China. China meant everything to me. China was um, a long time my best friend. Um, she was my everything. She had been through a lot because of my struggles and um, I've been in recovery for five years. Kevinisha Henderson shared the hard life Brown had faced growing up. Henderson says Brown and his twin brother had been homeless in Sacramento and the Bay Area since they ran away at age 13, while Henderson struggled in recovery from addiction. She says she was close to her child and embraced Brown's identity. She was very secure in herself and who she was, and I love that the most about her. During the rally, Henderson received a phone call from the family's attorney, saying the attorney general had agreed to review evidence in the case. Henderson says that gives her hope. After the district attorney, Brooke Jenkins, said there wasn't evidence to prosecute the guard. That video was very hard to watch, and I don't understand how she doesn't see a reason to prosecute. The family's attorney, John Burris, had this to say. Attorney General has to look at it to determine was there abuse of discretion. We believe that there was, largely because there was sufficient evidence to justify prosecution. And Burris says his office plans to file a wrongful death lawsuit on Friday against Walgreens, the security company, and the car. All right. So uh, it looks like they're going to reinvestigate this case. And maybe all of the people that were disagreeing with me about about the Bank O'Brien situation will get what they want. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but we know for a fact that Walgreens is going to write this family a check. That's not. There's no doubt about that. I mean, that's possible. You know, I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, uh, it, it, it happened. What happened happened, you know, because don't get me wrong. Banco could have easily just threw the shit on the ground and walked out and they probably would even let her go without even charging her. You know, you would have just dropped the shit and pushed. Probably wouldn't even got charged or nothing like that. Live to see another day. Live to go still out another store successfully. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 it's so many different dynamics, you know, so. Um, it, it basically going to boil down to how much pressure they can put on the attorney general. If it's not much, then, you know, the security guard will, will stay free, you know, be working at another store, you know, uh, shortly, you know. So, you know, um, 
But anytime somebody loses a family member, Alex, you know, they always go, you know, they always want justice and they always want, you know, uh, something to be done when sometimes, you know, that's just not the rea- uh, uh, reality of it. Well, that last news clip give gives us a little glimpse, a little context into uh, what was going on in Banco, a.k.a. China's life. It seems like uh, her, at least her mom was on drugs. Right. And, and we don't know what, what role the father played. But if she's running away from home uh, at a very young age, uh, you know, the, unfortunately, the, the parents didn't do their job in uh, raising their daughter, China, correctly. No doubt. And then that's probably where the stealing come from. She probably had to steal at a young age to feed her little brother because, you know, I did hear him mention that her and her little brother ran away from home, like you said, at a young age. So uh, if she had to steal to eat, you know, I- I'm going to be honest with you, man. I respect that all the way around. Just just 100, you know, and uh, and uh, and uh, DMX said it best. He said, thou shalt not kill, but I will to eat. You know what I mean? And before a person starve, Alex, they gonna do what they gotta do, bro, to to to, to feed themselves. So um China may not be or Banco may not have been in this situation at this part of of his life, but um once you do shit so long, sometimes you just don't stop, you know what I mean? So, you know, uh, hey man, you know. Yeah, shoplifting is so easy in, in the state of California. They didn't really they didn't really enforce it and um you know, and it's just out of control, man. I, I see it all the time, you know, I, I, but I, I told my kids the other day, we were talking about this story and I said, look, man, if you see some shoplifters in the store, just mind your business, let them go on about their way. Don't try to be no, uh, you know, a hero and trying just, to stop her and shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. Let yeah. them do their thing. Cause we're starting to see a lot of customers are intervening and trying to stop shoplifters. Um, uh, and, and, you know, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. You know, get get shot, get stabbed because you want to stop somebody from stealing something out the store. But uh, at the same time, though, I, I feel the frustration of the, the people, of the public. And, man, San Francisco's out of control. They got an area called the Tenderloin. Yeah. Man, you would think that this is this multi-billion dollar city would have their shit together. But their their homelessness problem is out of control. And just uh, their their crime is out of control, and they're a small town. It is a yeah. San Francisco is a small city, so I guess people are just frustrated and upset uh, at what's going on to San Francisco. And uh, this is a it's coming to a point right now where something needs to be done, and maybe this Banco Brown situation will bring the politicians um, or bring them to to a table to discuss the issues in their city because uh, people are pissed, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what they do. You know, we'll see. All right, man. Uh, your boy, your your boy, Fat Boy, Fat Boy is gonna get out of jail in two years, man. How is that possible, FG? He gonna hey, be shit. out of prison in two years. Hey, hey, man, he got up there and did his song and dance, man. You know, and even the judge was, you know, feeling that he was remorseful and shit. You know what I mean? And and uh, like I said, he rolled over on everybody. You know, everybody got a life sentence. The one thing I, I believe while he got the the sentence that he got is because you know he jumped on it early. He jumped on the on the red train early, you know what I mean. He started singing like a bird, you know, immediately. Uh, he basically sealed the deal on his case for him, even though that they had video. Um, but yeah, he got seven years with credit for five, man. And uh, even the district attorney stated that you know they didn't want him to get. Not, I mean, not uh, uh, um, the defense attorneys stated that they felt that he should get immediate release, basically, because if he go to prison, you know, somebody might try to kill him, but. You know, he 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 did his thing, man, and shit. He gonna be free. Two oh, I'm years. sure. I'm sure Florida got their own versions of PC yard prison yards for people like. And and for those who don't know, 
If you guys haven't been tapped in the streets and scholars, we've been talking about the XXX Dentacion killing a few episodes back a few times while we were covering the trial. And Robert Allen, that's who Fatboy is. Robert Allen, a.k.a. Fatboy, he's the one that testified against the other three, even though I consider him an equal participant. He was on the Instagram showing the money smiling laughing dancing celebrating spending the money but he gets out of prison in two years while the other three dudes got life without i'm just not feeling it man hey no but you know this is the thing about it you know i I don't feel it either you already know that but but what i can say you know what i mean is 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 people gonna take two things from this one people one one you know one set of people are gonna take man you know um Watch who you're doing crimes with if you are out there doing crimes or don't do crimes at all based on because one of you, this going to be one of y'all homeboys. Then you got the other side that's going to think, well, shit, maybe if I tell first, you know what I mean? I could get to seven years like Fatboy did. You know, um, unfortunately, you know, these cases are different, man, you know, and, and sometimes even the dude to tell still get 20 years, you know, Um even he had the judge convinced because the judge was even like, you know, he felt the dude was remorseful. But at the at the same time, what I f- believe that the, the 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 prosecutors felt that they really probably believed that he was scared and got in on a in a situation that was over his head, you know, and and uh, that's probably why they even targeted him to start snitching anyway. But he 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 came through for him, man, and, and ratted on everybody, told everything. He sure did. Uh, but I don't believe he was as scared as as he claims, because after the whole crime was over, we see him on social media celebrating with all the other dudes. Yeah, so he didn't have right. he didn't have to do that. Now, let me play this uh, this clip out of uh, Florida. Uh, this is a uh, local 10 news down there in Miami. Fourth suspect in the robbery and murder of rapper XXX Tentacion, who confessed to his role and implicated the other three who were convicted. Local 10 Sanella Sabovic is live to explain the sentence he received today. Sanella. Nicole, Robert Allen addressed the court saying that he was sorry, that he wanted to make his wrongs right, and that is why he testified against the three other defendants. Now, the judge, he did say that Allen was remorseful. He handed down a seven-year prison sentence with credit for time served. That'll be followed by 20 years of probation. Robert Allen, the fourth man involved in rapper XXX Tentacion's murder and robbery, spoke during his sentencing hearing Wednesday, saying he was sorry while asking the judge to spare his life. Last summer, Allen pleaded guilty to second degree murder and testified for the state. Judge Michael Eusen saying he's thought long and hard about Allen's sentence. I do believe you are not the same person who I arraigned five years ago. I genuinely believe that you are sorry for what you have done and not merely sorry for yourself. He ultimately did give him prison time, despite lawyers arguing that if Allen, as a former gang member who snitched on other gang members, is locked up, other inmates from the same gang would kill him. The judge did, however, take into account Allen's testimony in this case. So on counts one and two, this court will find you guilty, adjudicate you to be guilty, sentence you to seven years in Florida State Prison. There's nothing to be happy about in this kind of a case, but, uh, you know, he did the right thing, and I think the court did the right thing. Gives him an opportunity to have a life. 
Allen's sentencing comes a month after three other men, Trayvon Newsom, Michael Boatwright, and Diedrich Williams, were found guilty of murdering and robbing Tentacion back in 2018, right as he was leaving Riva Motorsport in Deerfield Beach. The trio was sentenced to life in prison. The rapper's mother and family members were also in court today and were told that they are in agreement with the judge's sentence. Okay, there we go. Fat Boy is going to be coming home in two years. And he, I believe he duped the judge. I believe he duped the judge. The judge said, you are not the same person that I arraigned five years ago. Well, none of them were the same person five years ago. No, so, no uh, doubt. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like you say, you know, he got him to be remorseful. You know, he got him to understand that, you know, he got the judge to understand um, that, you know, man, I put my life on the line, you know, for this, you know, um, and that's just what it is. You know, he got to go, you know, look himself in the mirror and understand what he did, understand that he can never fix this. He can never overturn it. You know, he posed a took it on the chin like the rest of them, because when you go do any type of crime as a group, this is what's 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 expected of you. You know what I mean? Um, at the end of the day, I do believe that Michael Boltwright didn't have to shoot, you know, uh, uh, um, triple x you know I, I do believe that 100 percent. they they already had the money they already had what they needed they could have just let him roll and triple x probably would have just took the l you know what i mean and uh so so all the way around you know uh it was a shitty situation but anytime you go put in some work or go commit a crime with some people alex you you always got to be expecting the worst can't happen you know what i mean so either don't go or be ready to take that l you know and and fat boy wasn't ready to take that l and he rolled over, man, you know, and that's what the new generation is doing. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, snitching been going on 100 years. But at the same time, you know, I believe that uh, right now it's at an all time high, man. And this new generation just believes that that's the way to go, you know, in order to, you know, they, they, they just wholeheartedly believe that, you know what I mean? You know, nothing's going to happen if I snitch. So why not? You know, so unfortunately, like I say, the other dude's got a life sentence. This dude will be out in a couple of years, you know, eating cheeseburgers again. Yeah, I think we'll we'll find uh, Robert Allen, Fat Boy, back in prison because they gave him a twenty year probation. And if he if he really didn't change and he thinks he can go out there and do something again, I think they're gonna violate his ass. Uh, he's got to stay on the straight and narrow, and I'm I'm not convinced. I'm convinced he will. You know, um, he didn't already let the world know he's a rat. You know, um, they aired him out on every broadcast, every TV show, every, you know, uh, uh, social media channel that this dude is right now. He's he's King Rat right now. You know, um, uh, uh, the leader of the rats right now, you know, and and uh, so where can he go and what can he do to where he's going to be just running around the streets like that committing crimes? I believe this dude will go to a small town somewhere, get him a job you know, and, and, and live the rest of his life out, you know, thankful that he uh, not in prison doing a life with his boys. Um, that's just what I believe. What if this guy jumps on, uh, on the internet, jumps on social media and starts giving interviews? Cause you know, everybody would want to interview him if he was offering to tell his story. You'd see him on Vlad for sure. I'm sure DJ academics would love to interview him and he'll be like sitting there with six, nine laughing it up. No, nah, no doubt, no doubt. You know what I mean? That's highly possible. You know, just based on how his probation set up, and if he, he you know, he's able to do that, he, he, I mean, he just might. You know, but at the same time, the sad part about it is, if this guy got on social media and did an interview, unfortunately, Alice is due to do a million views. You know what yep. I mean? Even, even as a rat, he'll do a million views, bro. And that's that's 
what the shit then came down to. You know what I mean? You know, solid brother ain't shit no more. You know what I mean? You gotta have some 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 scandal to your name in order to, you know, get views and shit. But at the same time, man, I believe he gonna go sit his ass down somewhere. Yeah, not only would he get a million views, but whoever decides to interview him won't even really be judged or criticized, you know, because it's just content now. No doubt, you know, and usually, you know, usually some people I know to this day just won't have do even on their channel, but it'll be a million, you know, uh, um, personalities ready to line up, man, and, and sit down with the dude, you know. So, like I say, unfortunately, that's what it's come to because I believe a rat shouldn't even get an interview. You know, he shouldn't even, even get the opportunity to, you know, be on a platform to tell his, his rat story, you know what I mean? So, um, at the end of the day, man, you know... Uh, it's, 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 it's messed up how this shit is today. Wouldn't that be something if they got like uh, Sammy the Bull, they got 6 9 they got Fat Boy Robert Allen, like they got all the famous, you know, recent rats that are on YouTube and, and brought them all together to uh, have a round table. Man, that would do 5 million views, man. No doubt. But let me just tell you what the difference was with, uh, it, to me, all these dudes that you named, they are rats, no doubt. But Sammy the Bull was a cold killer. Sammy the Bull was 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 a hit man who was really out there bodying fools. You know what I mean? These other dudes, bro, were just rats. You know what I mean? They're just told. You know what I mean? Sammy the Bull, man, was actually a dude who really got the resume under his belt. You know, he's still a rat, but got the resume under his belt, homie. Well, this dude was a cold killer, you know. So for people to sit down and watch my basically what I'm saying is for people to sit down and watch an interview that Sammy the Bull did, you know, I mean, I could understand the part that they, they want to hear, you know, from a, a, a mass murderer. They want to hear from a hitman. They want to hear from a killer, even though he, you know, uh, the rest of these dudes are just rats, you know what I mean? And, 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 and nothing to them about them, you know? So, um, but yeah, if they said that you made that round table or somebody set that round table up for them to sit down, hell yeah, to do a, a, a like you say, five million views, man. Yeah, but one thing that Sammy the Bull's doing, which uh, I, I don't really approve of, is he's actually telling stories of the specific hits that he did, and he's kind of like bringing back old memories and old hurt feelings and old whatever from the people who were related to these victims. I believe he's admitted to 17 or 19 homicides so when he goes on his youtube channel you know one episode will be like let me tell you about the time i killed jimmy boomba let me tell you oh, yeah. the reasons why and and, and why it went down so I mean, he's kind of exploiting his 19 homicides and um it's a little surprising that you can get away with that considering yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no no doubt he's you know yeah. he's guilty you know some some of your um conditions of of being a prisoner or a convicted felon is that you cannot benefit from your crimes. You cannot uh, take advantage of your crimes. You can't write books, but for some reason, Sammy the Bull's able to do it. So I, I don't understand how that's possible and, and how the feds didn't have a stipulation saying you can't, you can't go on the internet and exploit all these victims. Well, they probably didn't have those clauses back then when they gave him the deal, you know, um, you know, not to mention, man, they wanted John Gotti so bad, you know, John Gotti did put him in a fucked up situation. But uh, nonetheless, you know, like I say, man, he gave them all the info they needed to bury John 
when we know in this game, you know, sometimes shit don't go right and you just got to take the hit, you know, uh, right or wrong. You got to take the hit, you know. But, uh, yeah, maybe they didn't have those stipulations back then. You know, that's why I say fat boy conditions may be different. You know, uh, his parole officer may, you know, have some different, you know, um, um, stipulations in it where you can't do interviews or you can't discuss this matter. Or you can't do certain shit to, in, 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 and receive compensation from it. So, um, you know, that'd be something new that they were right. But probably back then when Sammy got knocked up, they didn't have none of that, no, none of those stipulations. So he's able to do it, you know, plus if he went on record and, and stated all these murders that he did, then it's, it's really public record, it's really public knowledge. But I do get what you're saying about the victims, their families, things of that nature. But at the same time, Alex, you know, I already know when it comes to this social media, when it comes to this TV, when it comes to, you know, People want to hear that shit. Don't nobody give a fuck about the family, how they feel or nothing. They want to hear that shit. So, you know, that's how it is. Hey, being um being a student of the federal process, have you ever heard of conditions put put on uh, different people that are released from the feds that say stuff about the internet or going on the computers or doing interviews as the conditions of your parole while the guy's still doing his his uh, five years paper or whatever he's got to do after release no doubt you know but it depends on the, the couple that i've seen it the, the uh they had those kind of crimes where they had something to do the internet has something to do do with their case you know what i mean you know whether they was using the internet to sell drugs or units using the internet to you know uh you know pimping and pandering or something like that you know where they had such situ- uh, stipulations where they couldn't be should be near a computer you know what i mean you know um but don't forget that i did fall before youtube before facebook before instagram before all those things so what i'm assuming now is that's where the new stipulations come in that you can't you know, um, you know, uh, be entitled to these sort of things. I know when I hit the halfway house, they wanted us to have phones that didn't have internet on them. You, your phone couldn't even have an internet. It had to just be a phone. You know, you get texts and phone, right? Yeah, yeah, texts and calls. Yeah, when I came home, you couldn't have a phone that had uh, 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 the internet on it, Google and all that shit. You had to just have a phone that can dial in, dial out, and receive texts. That's it. You know what I mean? So that was as recent as 2013. So um now you know it ain't no telling what they got going they may not give a shit no more because social media is so rampant you can get it anywhere walk into any starbucks log in from anywhere but at the end of the day when i came home alex and was it got hit that halfway house you couldn't have a phone with internet uh, uh service on it now now fat boy could probably i don't know what his stipulations are but let's just say he could do whatever he wants he could write a book about the day triple x got killed he could do a movie about all the events that led up to Triple X getting killed, and he could actually make a, a, a significant amount of money telling these stories about his role in the murder of a famous rapper. Should should that be legal? Um, well, should that's that's the question right there. Should it be legal? You know, is it legal? I believe so. Especially if he's somebody, you know, direct him to tell his story in a way that he's trying to put it to where he feels um still feel remorseful you know he's telling this story because you know um he wanted justice you know he he, he changed his mind about how he felt and he felt justice should be done you know and, and and entice other people to do the same it's the way he worded and the way he put it but at the end of the day Alex, yeah he can come home and make some money behind basically being a rat 
you know, so and 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 that's unfortunate. But yeah, he he can do that. Somebody will buy that book. Somebody because somebody would want to know the inside mindset of what you was thinking. You know, um, just like we said, why did you why did you tell, bro? What made you break down from the beginning? It, it, to me, it wasn't about no. You you felt bad for Triple X, or you know, you felt it. No, nah, man, you wanted to go home, homie. You know, so so that's how it was. That's how I feel. Yeah, I was a little surprised in that clip where the family of Triple X was actually they was they was cool with the sentence that Robert Allen got, even though he's coming home real soon. And I guess they're cool because he testified against the other three and the other three got life without. So maybe that's what it's all about. No doubt. We got a comment over here. Alice, do somebody ask me, FG, did you grow up knowing Keefe D or Corey um, out of the South Side? Yeah, I knew I knew uh, Corey for sure. You know, C-Ray. I remember them dudes, me and Keefe D. Keefe D was around, but we, we never had no interactions like that, you know. But, uh, yeah, I know I know Corey and them and C-Ray. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes. Real quick. This uh, memorandum is fresh off the press, fresh off the press. This is a memorandum that the prosecution submitted to to the court this week. And what they are asking in this memorandum is for the judge to consider additional aggravating circumstances of Tory Lanez violating Megan Thee Stallion and specifically uh, that Megan Thee Stallion was particularly vulnerable during the shooting. And the judge wants to consider this in his sentencing. So that was just an addition that the prosecution wants to add as an aggravating circumstance to for the judge to consider when sentencing. So I feel like based on reading this uh, five page memorandum, which I'm going to put on on my website, streetgangs.com. I'll put this on there for everyone to read. Uh, it sounds as if the prosecution is going for the max here because they already could could ask for 20 plus years without this extra, additional uh, aggravating circumstance. But they're throwing this in there. So what, what are they trying to do? Give them an additional two, three, four, five more years on top of the 20 they can give them? No doubt. But I think at the end of the day, Alice, they may see that the. Um that 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 not that it's looking weak, but they could see that the prosecution or the or the judge is looking towards not giving him that much time. So let me add this to just try to repad, you know, the situation, you know, in order for 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 them to uh, be mindful of this dude, this shooter, twice according to what your documents say, you know, and um, and uh, so um, I, I believe that minds are made up already. I believe the judge probably has clearly determined what he want to give this dude. But at the same time, you know, that's a prosecutor, prosecutorial um, act, you know, to come at the last minute, you know, in the 12th hour and say, man, listen, man, we're going to throw this in there with it. Pile this on top in order to see if we can get another couple years out of it. Yeah. Um, well, He's looking at four years plus three years plus three years. That's 10 for the three felonies he was found guilty of. Those mm-hmm. are the maxes. Those are the maxes on those. And then, of course, he's looking at the gun enhancement. The maxes on that is six, six and six, the two gun enhancements. And I don't know how many more years adding this aggravating circumstance is going to add to the sentence, but it is not looking good for Tory Lanes. And it looks like the prosecution will not be happy with anything less than 15 years. Uh, they're probably going for the gusto, man. I, we'll, we'll find out on June 13th, but I wouldn't be shocked if they say, give this bro 20 years, your honor. 
Hey, man, you know, it's highly possible, you know, but at the same time, you know, the judge took everything into consideration, I'm sure. You know, the fact that, you know, alcohol was used, the fact that, you know, these are celebrities, you know, the fact that I, I believe they took all these factors into consideration, man, you know what I mean? And Tory Lanez, I don't know his, uh, I don't remember what his background was like, you know, but depending on that, I think that'll be a factor. If it's not no background, you know, to it as far as crime, just concerned, you know, I mean, sometimes people do just make mistakes, you know, that they won't make again or they haven't made in, in previously, you know, so, uh, but it all depends on, man, what this judge feel, what he really feel deeply on the inside about gun crimes, about rappers, about black people. You know what I mean? So all these factors are going to come into play. You know where you was at when you did it. You wasn't in the ghetto. You in our neck of the woods doing this shit. Like I said, I believe all those factors going to come into play, man. And and um, and I think that's how you're going to determine how much time you're going to bust him upside his head with. Well, the judge is a black man, uh, Judge David Harryford. And not only is oh, he a okay. black man, not only is he black, but he's a former criminal defense attorney. So he oh. comes from he comes from that side. OK, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people so, say it doesn't matter when, when you become a judge. Um, a lot of these former criminal defense attorneys, they sentence like normal judges sentence. So I'm not I'm not sure if, if we're going to see leniency because this guy was a criminal defense attorney. In fact, I doubt it. Um, and then also, let me ask you this, FG. Tory Lanez went on his Instagram and blamed the two prosecutors of being corrupt. The whole system is corrupt. And I'm not sure if if that's going to have a negative impact on on this sentencing that he actually called out the prosecutors on Instagram. Well, you know, that's the problem that we have with today's society. Some of these people just don't know when to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? You know, you're doing, you know, and, and, and I guess because. Like we say, we didn't have Instagram at that age, but I never was an emotional dude like that where I just blast off just saying crazy shit anyway, even before then. Didn't do it then, don't do it now, you know. Um, but for a person, you know, or we see these people get on Twitter, get on Instagram, and they talk about these uh, legal uh, situations that they in, and they talk shit about the jury, they talk shit about the, the DA or the, or, or the prosecutor, you know. That's a bad move all the way around. You know what I mean? To sit here and talk about misconduct or or, or they corrupt or anything like that. Bro, you shot a motherfucker, man. You know what I mean? What, what, what are you talking about? At the end of the day, Alex, he shot a motherfucker. You know, so so don't forget that part, bro. You you, you The gun didn't shoot itself. You didn't accidentally drop the gun and it went off and shot her. You, you feel me? You shot five times. You didn't just shoot once. You shot five times. So you had to take some uh, some 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 accountability. You know, on, on what you did, you know, before you get to doing these rants. And sometimes, like you say, these rants can come back and, and haunt you, you know, based on because you just wanted to. You know, he made a lot of mistakes, though. I mean, a lot of mistakes. The jail phone call. He, I mean, he made so many mistakes that he need to just shut up, take his time and, and, and go do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. The jail phone call was 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 uh, damaging evidence uh, against his defense. Also, he sent the victim, Megan Thee Stallion, a text message after the fact. Huge mistake. Shouldn't have sent her anything. That Huge text message, mistake. That, that became uh, an exhibit and put on the, the projector there for all to see. And then I'm just shocked that this, this Instagram rant that he did, that his attorneys would co-sign this, that his attorneys would say, yeah, go for it. Uh, because there's no way he did this without it. He's in jail. So in order for that to happen, it's got to go through his attorneys um, for him to rant against the prosecutor's office. So um, 
Shame on Jose Baez, who's considered one of the best criminal defense attorneys in the U.S. Um, you gave your boy Tory Lane some terrible advice there uh, on going there to criticize the prosecutors as being corrupt. And we were waiting for you guys to uh, come to that hearing and, and show us the evidence that it was so corrupt. And you guys came with nothing. Right. Came with absolutely nothing. You know, um, he should have played the the remorseful role as well. I mean, you know, I believe that he felt that he was entitled to just walk away from this case, you know, and that's just not the, not how it go, bro. You know what I mean? And, 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 but I don't know if that comes with being a celebrity. I don't know if that comes with a sense of entitlement. I don't know what that comes with, but at the same time, man, like I say, when you in Cal or, or if they do this where you from, you know what I mean? Cause I believe he from where Canada or somewhere. Yep. You know, they, I don't know how they do it where you from, bro, but in California, man, you got gun crime, homie, they locking your ass up. So, uh, hmm? I was going to say, he's lived in the United States long enough to know he's lived in, in New York and he's lived in Florida and I believe he's lived in Atlanta. He was born in Canada, but he's lived gotcha. around the United States. So he understands, you know, the get down in the United States of America. No, I know he do, but I'm just giving him away. Just, I was just throwing something out there as far as, you know, if we, if, 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 if I was going to give you that benefit of the doubt, if I was looking for an excuse for you, you know what I mean? You know, we can use that or whatever, any other excuse you want to use. But at the end of the day, man, you know, gun crime in California, man, you're going down, you know, and uh, it don't make no sense to publicly, you know, um, um, try to call out nobody in this case. You got to call out yourself at the end of the day. And maybe had he took that approach, he may would have got lesser time, you know, but sitting here, like you say, arguing, you know, saying that, you know, this didn't happen or that didn't happen or this shouldn't have happened. It did, you know. So at the end of the day, man, like I say, I'm just wondering, you know, what's on the judge's mind. Didn't know he was a black man. Didn't know he's a former defense attorney. I mean, don't get me wrong, Alex, sometimes that shit can help, you know, in, in, in the reality of life, man, I believe there's so many factors that go through a human being's head, you know, that nobody's susceptible from having, you know, personal, um, uh, 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 feelings about certain shit, you know, so he may really feel like, man, this kid don't deserve to just get washed up, you know, yeah, he messed up bad, but he don't deserve to get washed up, but then again, he, this judge can beat the total opposite, I'm tired of my people, you know, tripping on, on our people, you know, so I'm finna put a, I'm finna make an example out there, so it can go, it can go both ways. Yeah, I don't I don't believe Tory should be washed up. I think he just should sit down for a few years and learn a lesson. But I can't understand if the prosecutors are they're probably so mad at this dude for all the the false accusations, for all the the Internet stuff he was doing. He even did an album when he, he did an album in 2020 called Daystar. And he's talking about the crime in the album, you know, and he's taunting Megan The Stallion. So I'm sure these prosecutors, uh, they, they have no sympathy for um for daystar peterson aka tory lanes and let me just add one more thing uh eric holder's judge he was black h clay jack and he's a former criminal defense attorney and he gave uh he gave he gave eric holder that 60 years at the prosecution the, look the prosecution asked for 60 and h clay jack said you got yeah, it you got the you 60 got you got the 60 yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah so that's why i'm saying it can go either way man and and uh, I mean, me personally, I don't believe he should be washed up based on he a young man that made a mistake. You know, he did harm, you know, a woman. You know, he did shoot a woman. You know, um, I, I, ain't, I don't condone that at all. You know what I mean? I always think that's some, you know, that's some whole other shit. You know what I mean? If anything, you could have jumped out and slapped the dog shit out of her, even though I ain't saying that's the best route. But you wouldn't have shot her. 
You know what I mean? And, 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 and for people who listening, you know, for me, when I sit here and say uh, the lesser of a crime, I, I, I just I'm just in reality, which sometimes shit happens. Sometimes emotions going to get involved with some shit going to go go down. Uh, All I'm saying is had he jumped out and and, and fired on her, he would have been a lot less um, trouble than he is by by shooting her. And when you say fired on her, you mean like slapped her or something? Yeah, yeah, slapped her upside her head or something like that, you know, and and, uh, smacked her, you know, and uh, he'd be in a lot less situation, you know, and the results damn near probably would have been the same emotionally for her, you know. so, so at the end of the day, man, you know, we got to be mindful of what we're doing, putting ourselves in certain situations, you know, to get in Tory Lane's situation to wonder if he going to get six or 26. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, earlier when we were talking about this off camera, I said that they, uh, the prosecutors wrote here that, that uh, she, um, he shot the victim twice. But I, what I didn't realize they were, they were actually citing a previous case where, that person shot the victim twice. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, th- they're saying clearly that Tory Lane shot this gun five times and they were citing a case called people versus Eads 1979, where they were arguing for aggravating, uh, uh aggravating circumstances. So I'm going to put a link to this, um, to this uh, memorandum in the show notes, but I'll also put it on the website at streetgangs.com for anybody who wants to check it out. And I'll be in court on June 13th. June 13th, we will find out what Tory Lane's sentences. And um, he's definitely going to state prison like I had predicted before when people told me I was crazy. So there we go. Um, All right, man. This must be finesse week, FG. This must be uh, females coming up week because we had two stories of females pretty much getting active with it. Uh, let me see, which one should I start off with? Uh, let's start off with uh, the one, um, let's see. Vegas or Miami, which one are we going with Let me first? see, let me see which one I got here. Um, they're both crazy and let's see. Okay, we'll start off with this one right here. Uh, this one is coming to us from eight news now and we got two we got two stories of women finessing men and really trying to just get gangster with it and you know when i was young i used to hear about stuff like this happening all the time i actually happened to people i personally knew and i used to say there how did you fall for that man yeah yeah. um but i've been fortunate enough um it never happened to me but let me let me um, run this clip real quickly and then uh we'll talk about it um, here we go. Room at a Las Vegas Strip resort. Tonight, the two women accused of killing him facing the judge now for the first time. 8 News Now reporter Victoria Saha joining us live from Caesars. Where this happened with who the victim is and the women behind bars. Yeah, Brian and Denise, still so many questions today as to what led up to the shooting. But what we do know is that the man who was killed had invited the two women up to his room right before being shot. 20-year-old Erica Covington and Ariana Taylor both making their first appearance in court Wednesday, both with a somber look, much different from the mug shots that were taken of them just hours after their arrest. Police say 25-year-old Ryan Altamirano Serrano was found shot in a hotel room by housekeeping about 11.30 Monday morning. 
Police tell us so far their investigation is leading them to believe Altamirano Serrano went to his hotel room with Covington and Taylor. The two women later left his room with some of his personal belongings. They were arrested by the criminal apprehension team and booked into the Clark County Detention Center early Wednesday. The two women do remain in jail tonight without bail and they will be back in court on Monday. Both of their family members were actually present in the courtroom, but they declined an interview. Reporting live near Caesars tonight, Victoria Saha, 8 News Now. All right, man. First, I want to ask you, FG, ha have you heard of this happening when, when you was coming up, when you was growing up, just females out here trying to just finessing and, and just getting active with it and having to be careful of the type of women you meet and, and where you go with these women? Man, let me tell you something, Alex, from a younger FG perspective, homie, I would definitely say that these hoes is brazy, homie. Um, <laughs> let me tell you something. I've come up with the with the with 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 those expectations in mind. I know homies who've been got I've have homegirls who then rob dudes, you know what I mean? You know why they sleep, you know, put them to sleep with the with the with the sex and then went in their pockets, you know, and even if they ran off with a couple racks, you know, that's still a robbery, bro. You know, you still fell asleep on these hoes. They might have took your pants and shit where you can't just run out right now and or took your car keys and hid them, you know. Um I so I know it from both sides. You know, me coming up, you know, I always knew that I would be a target in that situation by, you know, being hood rich, you know. Uh, so I always was kind of careful, you know, uh, about, you know, these situations. If you look at it, Alex, you know, he met, you know, he he met these bras and took them back to his hotel. Now, the one thing about it is I wouldn't expect nobody to do no shooting inside the Caesars Palace. They say that the housekeeper didn't find him to 11 the next morning. And I'm like, damn, nobody heard a shot. Nobody, you know. Uh, unfortunately, though, you know, for Erica and Ariana, man, they 20 years old, Alex. You know, if they go down for murder, bro, they may never see the light of day again. You know, um, if they had a pistol, is they could have did more like tie dude up or, you know what I mean, where he couldn't get away for a while until they was gone. You know, but the shooting, um, that's 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 wild, bro. And, and it may cost them the rest of their life. Yeah, it may have uh, got, they may have gotten into one of those uh, a struggle situation where that's the shooting happened. But these chicks kind of remind me of some chicks that is they're working the strip in Vegas. And, uh, you know, there's so many hoes walking up and down that strip any night that you go out there. And I, I guess they felt that this guy, Brian Solano, uh, was an opportunity to come up off of. No doubt. He definitely was. But my, my point is the killing part inside of a, a Caesars Palace hotel where you don't think at some point, you know, meet every point. But you don't think at some point that you're going to be on camera. You don't think at some point, man, that these people are going to have you on camera, run your face through any every kind of database that they have criminally or people going to call in and say, you know, say who you are. They apprehended these people in no time. You know, so you shoot a dude in a hotel room at the Seniors Palace and you think you're going to get away with that just like that. Nah, it ain't going to happen, man. And so but at 20 years old, I could see how dumb they, they may be thinking. You know, they they none of the factors that I spoke on probably even crossed their mind at all. Did you read how they um how the Las Vegas PD caught these two girls? Um, I read it, but uh, run it down to us. They used Instagram, man. <laughs> oh, did they? I didn't. They, I didn't read that part. Yeah, I didn't read they, that part. They was able to ide identify Erica Covington um on an Instagram page, and and this was not anything that these two girls were doing on social media that we would quote say stupid, right? Mm -hmm. It was just their accounts. 
So they right, were right, right. They was able to match Erica Covington's picture to her Instagram page, and then they looked at her list of friends, and then they saw, oh, Ariana Taylor, that's the other girl that we're looking for. So these two girls must be on camera in the hotel somewhere, and they matched those pictures to their Instagram page and got their full names. Damn, homie, you know, just like that, you know, yeah. just like that, Alex. So, so, so my point is, you know, like I say, you know, uh, at 20 years old, I know, you know, people want to say people are grown, which legally they are. Sometimes your mind haven't developed yet to think out the whole plan, you know, and inside of a hotel, bro, you don't want to do nothing. You didn't even really want to rob this dude, even without a gun, even if you would have, you know, um, gave him some coochie and he fell asleep. You know, at the end of the day, they still was going to go run those cameras. You know what I mean? And even if it was a simple robbery, you know, you still caught, you know, and, and at the end of the day, man, they don't be thinking out they they plan good enough, you know, but this will make cost them their life is my point, you know? Yeah. And and Brian Solano wanting to have a threesome pretty much probably cost him his life with some strangers. No, no doubt. With some strangers, man. You know what I mean? But, you know, these some young girls, you know, probably, you know, some get high, you know, type, you know. Um, hey, man, you know, just just ain't no telling. But like I say, man, they got a murder on their hands now yeah, and a robbery. They, they only shot. I don't want to say only, but um, it was reported with just one gunshot. So maybe that's one reason why no one heard it. It was just one pop. And maybe maybe someone did hear it and say, was that a gunshot or maybe it wasn't. But it wasn't like, you know, multiple shots to where someone would say, oh, that's gunshots for sure. So no, no doubt. No doubt. That's probably why they were able to make their little getaway. And the, the, the dude wasn't found until uh, the housekeeper came through later. But um, let's go to the next finesse story that we got here, because at least in this one. This chick, she kind of did it the smart way, you know, because she's not going to be going to prison for life, but she is going to catch a little bit of time when they do when they do catch her. But uh, let me uh, play this clip and then we'll talk about this one. This one's kind of funny, though. Um, here we go. This is out. And this is a story out of uh, Miami. And this is from WPLG Local 10. Here we go. A critical clue after a man was drugged and robbed after a night out. We're now seeing video of the woman police are looking for. Local 10 News reporter Rosh Lowe is live with all the expensive jewelry she allegedly got away with. Rosh. This case is unique, and let me tell you why in this sense. This woman, say cops, got away with $600,000. That's right, $600,000 worth of Rolexes and jewelry. We've seen these cases before, but cops say they have very clear images of this woman and they really want to catch her. It's 5.30 a.m. and into the elevator we go. This guy, who's been blurred out, has brought this woman home. Take a look at her. They met at a bar, according to police, named the Dirty Rabbit in Wynwood. And then cops say this woman did him dirty to the tune of $600,000 worth of Rolexes and jewelry. These are super, super clear images of her. We know that somebody's gonna see her and either know that they were also a victim of her or that they know who she is. Police say after having one drink with the woman at his apartment, the guy fell asleep. Cops say he wakes up at around noon to quite the surprise, his safe open, jewelry missing, and the female gone. And she has two solo cups in her hand. Now, sometimes she might say, oh, well, she's just leaving with a solo cup. No, she's taking the solo cup that she drank 
because it has her DNA. She's taking his solo cup because it has not only his DNA, but it also has whatever drug she put in it. She took off, but her images are there for all to see. Listen to what she took off with, according to police. A Rolex Daytona Rainbow with diamonds, Sky Dweller Rolex, gold chain, Franco gold bracelets, Cartier sunglasses. And a all right, we got the point, and we don't want to embarrass this uh, victim anymore. But, hey, this woman... This woman clearly put them titties to use, man, huh? Man, you took the words right out of my mouth, man. I said, all these y'all was tits on me, and he motherfucker was, a, he was all in, you know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, and, uh, 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 you know, but he should have knew, man, down at the Dirty Rabbit, man, you know, you was going <laughs> to, you know, you was going to catch a low blow down there, man, you know, but it, it, it's, it's like this as well, you know, Alex, uh, uh, two things, uh, one thing I, te I teach my kids you know what I mean? I listen, man. I know y'all, you know, 17, 18, 19, you know, things of that nature, you know. Um, I know y'all don't drink, but that don't mean you ever won't. You know what I mean? Never set your cup down. I don't care if it's water. I don't care if it's juice. I don't care what it is. Alcoholic beverage. When you at a party, don't set your cup down ever. And if you set it down, just, hey, lose that money and go get a new one. You know, because now, you know, we didn't worry about that coming up, to be honest with you. You know, but now that's just some shit that they doing. They putting shit in your drink, knocking you out, robbing you, you know, having sex with you without your consent and knowledge. You know what I mean? And this girl clearly went in there on a mission, you know. But for him to even, how did she get the safe open? That's the whole thing about it. How did she even get the combination unless he had it, per se, in his wallet or, you no, know. A, th uh, a thumbprint safe. So she probably oh, knocked him out. Oh, damn. Put his thumb on it and opened it. That's my guess. That's nuts, man. But yeah, you know, unfortunately, you know, he got ripped off and robbed and shit by this chick. And um, and um, hey, that's his bad. You know, just to be honest with you, man, that's his bad. Some we gonna dudes gonna stop doing goofy shit. Stop picking these broads up from you know me personally. Just say if I you know because it sounds like he has some bread. So me personally, Alex, if I got some bread, you know, shit, I don't need that much bread. I'm gonna take. I'm going to the room, bro. You know what I mean? You know, I know he probably wanted to take her back to the pad and press her with the view or some shit like that. But at the end of the day, man, you know, you don't know this lady. You know what I mean? And you just brought her all up in your house and, you know, things of that nature, man. And these dudes just ain't thinking. You know, I knew I grew up in the streets where that was a no-no. You know, you know, that was always a no-no. You know, you got to know me six months or something before you come to my motherfucking house. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, he, he went out like that, you know. He went out. Yes, it's going to be embarrassing for him because of the way he went out. But we also going to find out he might be into trannies, too, because I was reading the description of this chick and she's like five foot ten. And if you look at her, I mean, five foot ten and the way she kind of looks, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, she's transgendered. Well, you know what? I did take a look at that. I wasn't going to speak on it specifically, you know, and unfortunately, like I say, in our mind, we do get the judge in our mind, even though if we don't speak it, you know, publicly, you know, and, and I did. When, and once you said uh, it was a thumb safe, I started to reassess and it's like, you know, OK, maybe she was strong enough to drag him over there, you know, but uh, but regardless, you know, um, he 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 went out, bro. He went out like a straight yeah. sucker. You know what I mean. And uh, I know he feels stupid. You know, I'm sure he probably had insurance on this shit, but I know he feels stupid at the moment, man. Well, at least uh, he or she did it. I don't want to say the right way because uh, he's not dead. The victim is alive to live another day, and uh, he can go get him another six hundred thousand dollar watch. 
No, no doubt. You know, and like I say, man, if she not from the town, just say if she, you know, from 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 L.A. or somewhere, just happened to be in Miami and ran this move. Ain't nobody in Miami finna know who she is. You know what I mean? And if you don't have fingerprints of none of the stuff because he's not dead, they not finna do a full extensive, you know, a DNA a, a super duper fingerprints. Insurance may come back and do a fingerprint, you know, check and all. But at the end of the day, nobody's dead. Nobody's hurt. You know, you 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 did some sucker shit that police might not even have that much sympathy for you to do that. Put the put the money behind that investigation. So she may walk out of here scot free, man. Go to another state, pawn that shit, man. And she hit a lick, bro. She got away with it. She sure did hit a lick. And uh, the, and them two girls in Vegas that hit their little lick, um, they're going to prison for sure for a long time. And uh, I believe this person actually could possibly get away, especially if they're transgender. They could leave the state and change their whole look. Um, you know, they, they don't even know who this person is. They, they ask in the news, can you put this person's picture on there so we can find out who she is? They're probably on Instagram right now trying to figure out this person's Instagram page. If this person's smart, they don't have it or they disabled it. And um, they may have gotten away with almost uh, uh, over a half a million dollars in jewelry. No doubt. Then at the end of the day, you know, just say if she was called Alice, she still got a case to fight because she could sit there and argue that, you know, this dude said he was going to give me this stuff in, in exchange for sex. You know what I mean? I mean, she can legally go in there and say, hold on, I didn't rob him. He gave me this shit. Or, you know, you could he could say a numerous amount of things. He felt stupid after he was drunk and he gave it to me and probably now he want to say I robbed him. So legally, she can go in there and fight a case, man. And at the end of the day, how you going to know what really transpired? You know, so that robbery could get probably knocked down to fucking anything, receiving stolen property or just, you know what I mean? You know, so so she 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 all the way in the good, you know, uh, compared <laughs> to the mother, too. You know what I mean? You know, compared to the mother, too, bro. But what she needs to do is cash out that jewelry. She needs to slide a, uh, an attorney at least 50000 uh, on a retainer just to keep your attorney there 50,000 on retainer and just expect that you're going to be getting arrested soon and uh and make sure you have some money for bail and and, and she should be good no no doubt you know but but like i say you know being that this was a, a theft you know um they don't put all the resources they do at like they do a robbery you know what i mean uh, especially you know when you talk about rich guys and you talking about you know, insurance is involved, you know, sometimes the police let the insurance companies do the investigating, you know, because they got real shit to go try to solve, you know. So uh, usually, you know, dude got caught tricking, you know, and got 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 your stuff stole, man. We not even finna worry about that. We going to let your insurance company handle it. If they want some reports or documents, we'll, we'll be happy to give them to them. But we not finna put all our resources into that. You know what I mean? So uh, like I say, man, this 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 girl may walk right on up out of there man with with a nice little lit yeah man it's crazy all right man uh let all the people know where they could uh, tap in with you man if they want to holler hey man tap in with me at f general one on instagram man you know and uh uh i see y'all checking out the videos on fg unleash man so you know rock with me over there as well man definitely and um if you guys are new to the streets and scholars podcast please make sure you follow us whether you're on apple iheart spotify google or any of the other podcast platforms and if you're on apple please if you're on apple podcasts listening to us right now leave us a rating and a review you could even in your review you could ask us a question leave a comment appreciate it and then we'll post some video clips of this episode and and um, we've got video clips of our previous episodes on the street 
free TV platform on YouTube and holla at me at Alex Alonso 101 on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. And thanks for tapping in with another fire episode of Streets and Scholars. Yeah.